Welcome to the Neuropathy Support Group and Podcast. I'm Chris, and I'm so glad you tuned in. It's my hope with this podcast to help all of us gather information that might help those that need support dealing with this debilitating issue. Before we get started, let's get the formalities out of the way with the medical and privacy disclaimer. I am not a doctor or medical professional. The information on this podcast is from personal experiences and is meant for group support. Additionally, the information discussed is not meant to diagnose, treat, or cure any underlying conditions associated with neuropathy. All names here within are private and will not be shared with any outside sources. Please consult your healthcare provider before making any health decisions. If you have medical concerns or an immediate emergency, Please contact your doctor or dial 911. Well, how's everyone doing? I hope you had a great week. I hope your pain is less than what it was. Uh, it's about the same for me. The surgery did help in some aspects, but, you know, I, or, I already know nothing's going to be 100%, so. But that's okay. I'm living with it, and I'll deal with it as I go along. So today, I you know what, I have another episode I wanted to talk about today. Um, it's about the opiate crisis and a whole bunch of other reference material I wanted to talk about, but I'm still putting that one together. So I decided to talk about diabetes today and, you know, certain, um, certain, certain ways, you know, if you're not hitting your A1C goals, um, four ways to step up type 2 diabetes so there's a lot of information I gathered for this and I might not get it over all of it today but I just wanted to let you know I will make sure that it is posted Facebook page itself and the ones that I send out to all my other pages so let's get started here seven reasons why you're not hitting your a1c goals you're doing everything right to manage your type 2 diabetes. You're watching your carbs intake, exercising regularly, and following your treatment plan. You're avoiding bad habits such as smoking and taking steps to maintain your overall health. And yet, you're not hitting your AC1 goals. So why is that happening? The A1C is a blood test that measures your average blood sugar over the past two to three months while your personal goals depend on several factors the target a1c for most adults with type 2 diabetes is less than seven percent according to the american diabetes association so what your doctor does is he uses this number to see how well your diabetes management plan is working a high A1C, for example, may be a sign that it's time to adjust your treatment plan. It's not necessarily your fault. While it's important to do everything you can to manage your type 2 diabetes, there are several factors that can up your A1C that are beyond your control. Here's a few of those items. Number one, your type 2 diabetes is progressing. Type 2 diabetes can change over time, and your treatment plan may no longer work as well as it used to. 
If you have type 2 diabetes, your pancreas may make insulin, a hormone needed to move glucose from blood into cells where it's used for energy, but your cells don't respond normally to it. To combat this insulin resistance, your pancreas works overtime to make more insulin to get cells to respond. Eventually, this can damage the insulin-producing cells in the pancreas, causing the organ to lose its ability to make enough insulin to keep up with your body's needs. Number two, you're stressed out. Stress can make it difficult to control your A1C, according to this one doctor here, a certified diabetes care and educational specialist. While it's impossible to test for stress, Leonard says, which is the doctor, pay attention to the warning signs, poor sleep, increased heart rate, a rise in blood pressure, particularly if you're starting a new job, moving, getting married or divorced, or experiencing another major life event. Talk to your doctor about ways to manage stress, including exercise, yoga, mindfulness meditation, or cognitive behavioral therapy, according to the ADA. Number three, you're eating too much and not sticking to healthy foods. Portion control is vital to managing your A1C. Watching the amount you eat helps you maintain a healthy weight, but it also helps you manage your take of carbohydrates, which have the greatest effect on your blood sugar and maintain healthy blood sugar levels. So what this article is saying is that it's a good idea to portion out, you know, the size of your meals every day. I was told by a, a dietitian is that you're supposed to eat four small meals a day instead of, you know, one big one, lunch, breakfast, and dinner. You're supposed to break them down and eat four of them, and that's supposed to help you also lose weight, but that doesn't work for me. I only eat two meals a day, which still really doesn't help me at all. But number four, your exercise plan doesn't include strength training. Strength or resistant training, including exercise with free weights, weight machines, body weight, or elastic resistant bands, helps your body respond to insulin better, increases the ability of your muscles to store glucose, which can help you with blood sugar control, according to research. It can also help you maintain a healthy weight, reduce body fat, control blood pressure, and improve strength. The ADA recommends adults with type 2 diabetes to engage in two or three sessions of resistant training per week on non-consecutive days. Number five, you have a diabetes-related health condition. Over time, high blood sugar can damage your heart, blood vessels, nerves, eyes, and kidneys, and lead to kidney failure, liver disease, anemia, and other health conditions. These can all affect your A1C according to the CDC. Glucose is sticky and is one of the things it sticks to is red blood cells. Disorders that affect the amount or lifespan of red blood cells like anemia or kidney disease can affect A1C levels. In fact, 
Rising A1C may be a sign that you've developed one of these complications, he says, this doctor. So, number six is says here, you're taking medications for other health conditions. And I think this is one of those areas I fall into also. Some prescription drugs with an opiate, such as opiate pain medications and HIV therapies can raise your A1C levels, the CDC says. If prescription medications you're taking for other health conditions are affecting your blood sugar levels or even the way you manage your type 2 diabetes, talk to your doctor about making changes to your treatment plan. You may need to make or take a more aggressive approach to compensate for how other medications are affecting you. Don't stop taking medications for diabetes or any other health condition without first consulting your doctor. All right, number seven, your treatment may no longer be effective. Because type 2 diabetes is a chronic disease, it's likely that your treatment will need to change over time to effectively manage it. If your doctor currently has you managing your A1C with diet and exercise, it may be time to consider adding a prescription medication designed to lower A1C or improve how your body processes insulin. If you're on an oral medication and it's not as effective as it was, you may need to try another one or change your dose. Your doctor may also prescribe insulin or non-insulin injectables to help control your blood sugar. Once you're on a new treatment, be sure to follow up with the doctor that prescribed this regimen, as that's the only way the medications will work or control your A1C. So, in my case, I used to take Lemapride, and one doctor took me off of it. Then I started seeing another doctor, and she did blood work, and realized I should be on medication for diabetes type 2. So she started me on um, Genevia. And to me at first, it, I felt like I was gaining a lot of weight taking this medication. And when I told her about it, she said, no, this pill doesn't do anything about weight. So that's what I've been taking. Um, it has kept my numbers down, but, you know, even though they want to say that it's no problem. To me, it seems like it is. So let's go ahead and start on the next reference material. This one is called, Do You Have Type 2 Diabetes Burnout? Who doesn't? I mean, you know, you have to manage your number with. You have to look at them all the time. And, you know, unfortunately, I'm real bad at that. The only time I, I check my numbers is if I'm feeling kind of weird and not feeling that great. I know it's wrong, but this is something I've chosen to do. You should always follow your regimen, what the doctor prescribes you to do. Type 2 diabetes requires near constant management and monitoring. You have to keep tabs on your blood sugar levels, your medication, what you eat and when, how active you are, and more. Concerns about potential complications may also be taking space in your brain. 
It's not easy and caring for your emotional health shouldn't be pushed to the side. Research shows learning to cope with stress can promote mental health and well-being, as well as help you manage diabetes more effectively. So now let's talk about the basics of type 2 diabetes burnout. Living with diabetes can be challenging. It's easy to become overwhelmed by diabetes and all that comes with it. Burnout brought about by coping with type 2 diabetes can be defined as being overwhelmed or exhausted by physical or emotional stress, perceived or real. You may feel at times that sticking with your care plan is more than you can handle. It's easy, for example, to get frustrated having to monitor your blood sugar and watch your diet. Know that these are normal feelings and you can take steps to regain a positive outlook. Doing so can help ward off mental disorders, including anxiety and depression, which are measurable risks for people with diabetes. So here's some tips for preventing diabetes burnout. According to CDC, you can help prevent negative feelings from escalating by identifying ways to ease stress. Here's one. Take some time each day to meditate. Practice deep breathing or enjoy a hobby. Number two is keep a journal of what you eat, your glucose levels, what bothers you, and what makes you feel better. And number three, find ways to divide your management plan into small steps to make them easier to accomplish. So here's finding ways to cope with challenges of living with diabetes. Because managing diabetes is typically a lifelong commitment, it's practically a given that, you sh that you'll experience burnout at some point, despite best efforts. The first step toward dealing with it is to recognize you may need to accept help in some aspects of your diabetes care. Try to figure out what factors caused you to burn out and seek help to address them so you can restore your quality of life. The more your family and friends know and understand type 2 diabetes, the greater resource they can be for you. They can go with you to diabetes care and education classes to help you stick with your eating, exercise, and medication routine at home. What's more, there are plenty of options for connecting with peers who are also managing diabetes, which is known to support mental health and diabetes management. For example, found in online communities where diabetes boosted the overall mental and physical health of people with type 2 diabetes who participated, ultimately helping them better manage their diabetes. That's a good thing to do right there. If you discuss your situation with your family, your care team, and your peers, they will be able to offer you insights to better managing whatever is troubling you. So let's now talk about four ways to step up your type 2 diabetes treatment with lifestyle changes. The first one is focus on your food choices. There is no single diet for diabetics that fits all needs. So it's important to work directly with a dietitian and doctor to 
to make an individualized diet. One way to focus on eating healthy is to turn your attention on making healthy food choices and controlling portion size. Generally speaking, diets high in the following can help control blood sugar and reduce the risk of cardiovascular disease, which is higher among people with diabetes. So you want to eat things such as nutrient-rich, non-starchy vegetables, such as asparagus, broccoli, carrots, celery, green beans, mushrooms, and tomatoes. Also, lean proteins such as chicken, turkey, and fish. Plant-based proteins such as tofu, lentils, and hummus. And fiber-rich carbohydrates such as whole grains. Amp up your exercise. If you're not moving your body on a regular basis, then it's time to find a form of exercise you can feel good about doing. Also, getting active is one of the best tools for fighting insulin resistance. Exercising uses our muscles to absorb sugar from the bloodstream, helping blood sugar come down without having to rely on insulin. Weight loss can also slow down insulin resistance, making the cells more sensitive, once again, to insulin. Rain in your stress. If you've been grappling with increased stress, it could be affecting your diabetes or diabetic management. That's because stress can not only spike your blood levels, sugar, but also increase your blood pressure and speed up your heart rate. And that's according to the Cleveland Clinic. Stress management is important. Stress plays a large role in our ability to manage as it impacts our emotional well-being and interrupts our sleep and can be a trigger for various unhealthy habits. Know what to ask your doctor. This isn't a lifestyle habit per se, but it's important to establish good communication with your doctor and other members of your type 2 diabetes care team about your treatment plan. You should discuss how to safely begin a treatment plan that includes a healthy lifestyle focused on medications when necessary, eating healthy, physical activity, and stress management. So those are some things that you need to um, watch for, like what medications are best for me and what strategies can help me cope with stress so here's the thing i have two minutes left and i hate to get into these next three subjects with has which has to do with diabetes um and not being able to read everything that's pretty much on the re- reference material because there's some important things here and let me tell you uh those three and we'll talk about these on the next episode uh, we're going to talk about the pre-diabetes diet everyone should know should follow. Managing diabetic neuropathy with type 2 diabetes. And 10 people who can help you manage type 2 diabetes. And those are some good subjects and important subjects. So I don't want to get into those without actually talking about them more than what I could do right now with only a minute left. But hey, thank you all for being here. I hope you get your diabetes under control. Like myself, my uh, I'm in the eight, uh, six range. 
of my A1C. So that's pretty good. And, you know, it, I haven't, I've been kind of keeping track of it and making sure that my levels are good. I don't go over it or, or pretty much under. I'm usually in the six range. So, which is very important to manage. Um, one thing I did read is you can't really go from type two to type one. So there's no danger in there, but still there's dangers that you need to, and there's risks to make sure if you can't get this under control. And like I, would, I already talked about, so hopefully these things help you today. And I'll make sure the reference material is placed on each and everyone's uh, Facebook page that you belong to. But thank you for being here, and I appreciate you guys listening and reading the material. And it is time for me to say goodbye. I will see you next Monday. Bye. As we come to a close, it's my hope this podcast and other sources, such as product reviews that I have discussed today, can better our lives and give us some relief dealing with neuropathy. This episode plus others are posted every Monday on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. And finally, whatever life throws at you, even if it hurts you, just be strong and fight through it. Remember, strong walls shake, but never collapse. Talk to you next Monday.